Hi, and welcome to the Making Our Way podcast. This week, you've got just us again for our post-Thanksgiving episode. And Christy, why don't we go ahead and start off with the Making Our Way Ornament Swap 2023. Do we have any new ornaments since last week? Yes, we've got quite a few in the works, but as far as the ones that have been completed, I think since we talked about them um, last week, we've got Ethan Carter. I, I mean, this is a little tool wrap with little miniature maker tools on it. It is like the cutest little ornament ever. I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, what an adorable ornament. What's crazy is like you could display it wrapped or unwrapped mm-hmm. and then right. you know, all the little tools come out. I did think it was funny. He said a Duresta ice pick instead of a high caliber ice pick, but you, know, <laughs> you get what you get. You get what you get. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ethan knocked it out the park. And then I think we got another one that was just way over the top. Scott Jab. He did a miniature of the little rocking motorcycle that he made for his son. And he was on both Ethan and um, Scott have been on episodes, I think last year ish. Yeah. Um, uh, Scott was episode 93. Yeah, such a cute ornament. It was uh, that little replica. And that's what's kind of nice. Some of these folks that do their ornaments, you see the ornament and you're like, oh, that's this maker or that maker. It's just, you know, it just says them as far as like the style of what they decided to do. So, yeah, Scott did a beautiful job on that as well. Yeah, Scott is so nice. Uh, He actually told me his wife was giving him a hard time. She wanted him to keep it and not put it up for the swap or to make a second yeah, one. But Scott I, said, hey, this was the intent. It goes with the episode. So the it's a, a rocking horse motorcycle. Um, yep. It's again, it's a miniature of the item we covered on his episode last year. Yep. And then we've got a uh, friend of the podcast, Juniper and Six, which is Colin. And um, he did a beautiful hanging ornament. Let me think. Is that he didn't indicate... If it was, is that a cherry? That's kind of my guess. I was thinking walnut, but uh, I'd love to know how big it is because it looks really big whenever he's cutting it on the um, on the um, table saw. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good size. I would say what three inches or so. But he, it's like he he turned it, but not with a lathe. He, yeah, he doesn't have a lathe. He uses saw. table saw. Yeah, and then a beautiful uh, brass piece. For the fitting at the top um so yeah i mean that was it actually looks like a really small pair so you know that's kind of the shape and the size of it It'll be kind of a small to medium sized pair but yeah beautiful beautiful ornament so yeah i mean these folks ornaments are just literally knocking them out of the park i don't even i don't have any idea what's my favorite one they're all just they're just beautiful. So we will definitely have some more. I know we've got in the works. We've seen um, Dean, your mom's got a beautiful stained glass one in process. And then uh, Rebecca Johansson, she has a beautiful pine cone that she's been working on. And then uh, Jeff Stein. Um, and I think Jerry has one he's working on as well. I'm trying to think from the. Um, yeah, I didn't hear you Bozies. say you were Austin's name. Well, that goes without saying. Are y'all yeah. working on them yet? Yes. Mine's like almost done. Yeah. Does I that just... mean like once you start, it'll be done? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> 90, 90% of my process is in the, you know. Yeah, just figuring out what to do. Right. I yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So I've, I've actually been working on a couple of projects 
this weekend. And I'm, I am a little bit, my girls will be here this weekend. So I kind of was thinking to have them help me a little bit with um, whatever I narrow my, my ornament down to, but yeah. Hey, if you get a chance, go watch the reel for Collins, the brass piece that's at the top of the ornament. That's an old gas valve. So like a quarter turn gas valve and he removed the handle and that's what makes the hollow. And then he he used a, uh, a drift to make it even, but that's Mm -hmm. an old, uh, like gas valve, um, that he used on that. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. That is cool. cool. Yeah. Folks have been super creative. I definitely encourage folks to go check out the making our way podcast, Instagram. There's a highlight there for this year and then a highlight for last year, all the ornaments that were done last year. Um, and then also the kind of the outline of the instructions, or if you want to call them that, the guidelines. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Um, you know, our due date is December 5th. I need to receive through the Instagram, um, podcast Instagram, a picture of the completed ornament. That's really the key because we don't want to leave anyone hanging. So finish your ornament and send me the picture by December 5th. And then uh, I'll be putting every, and I need your address. And then uh, I'll be mixing up the names and uh, then I'll be sending out the addresses to who everybody needs to send their ornament to. And everybody will be getting a nice, beautiful, very creative ornament because yeah, these are, these are next level. I'm I guess, very uh, impressed. All the grief I'm giving you to, I haven't started on the coins. And part of that was I didn't know how many I was going to have to make. So I guess right. when I get back home from Thanksgiving, about the time this episode comes out, I'll start having the coins pushed out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'll just double whatever we have in ornaments. I'll I'll make double and that should get me pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you've been thinking about it. So you're like 90% of the way done. All right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, after I got my <laughs> ornament done, that was the hard part, you know? Right. <laughs> I'm ready to box yeah. this thing up and get it out of my house. Yeah. Nope. 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 Not yet. But that time will get here soon enough. Let's see. Today is we're actually recording on a weird date, but this episode will release on where's my calendar? Yes. Yeah, so today's the 19th. This will come out on the 28th, right? Whatever the Tuesday is after Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. And so they got till December 5th. So Which yeah, one more week, one more week after this episode airs. And uh, so, and folks, the sooner you get the pictures in the better, because we'll, we will be recording the episode about the ornament before the due date. So the reality of it is the sooner folks get their, their picture in and uh, let us know that it's finished, then we'll be able to talk about them on that episode um, just because we don't want to drag out the conversation well into December. So the sooner, the better, get them done, send your pictures in. Well, speaking of all that, Austin, what have you been up to since we last talked? Speaking of dragging ass, uh, no, <laughs> I, um, I've been working on a bunch of stuff. I, I pulled out, so I, I got that evolution, um, metal cutting saw. Yeah. That's uh, a track saw. Yeah. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. It's my first track saw. And I didn't realize how much of a gargantuan saw that is. Like I pulled, mm. it's twenty four pounds. Really? Yeah, it's wow. gigantic. I pulled it out of the box and I was like, "Holy cow!" Like it is a beast. And like it's so, you know how uh, you know it's a like a, a real 
you know, efficient tool is when you hit the trigger and all the lights in the shop get dimmed yeah. down. <laughs> nice. So I was, I was messing around with that today and, um, I was cutting some quarter inch thick sheet, uh, plate steel. And I, I cut like probably 30, 30 inches, uh, of it off, you know, like a 30 inch cut. And I think it was a trooper, man, just like chugging right through it. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. So I was, nice. I was doing that. And then right at like, literally right after I finished, uh, Morley and Eden pulled up in my driveway. Ooh, oh, nice. wow. Yeah. So I got to hang with them today and check out the van that they've you know done the conversion in. They're still working on it as they're traveling, but, uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. With, they got the, all the solar and stuff in there. And, oh, I didn't uh, realize. Okay. Wow. That is cool. Yeah. That he's got cool. like two panels on the roof and then he has a, a, like a collapsible panel that he can put outside and adjust for the, um, the correct angle for the, you know, time of year for the sun. Right. And uh, nice. it was pretty cool to see, um, you know, him hooking it all up and I was helping him troubleshoot some, 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 some of their issues that they were having, you know, cause you, no matter how much work you put into something like that, you take it on the road and then you're like, Oh, here's 10 things that need to be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. And so he was, you know, kind of, we were brainstorming and, trying to come up with some solutions for him that he could manage while on the, you know, he, he doesn't have like a workshop. So, it was, right. you know, and I was like, well, <laughs> you know, you can make your stops and like, you know, hit Christie's and then do a little <laughs> shakedown, hit Dean and then do a little shakedown <laughs> and hit somebody, you know, like <laughs> bounce your way from workshop to workshop, trying to finish it up. Yeah. That's don't cool. come here. Go to Christie. She's got a hot tub. Don't, I don't have nothing for you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think they might. Uh, we've chit chatted a little bit about them stopping through here, so I'm excited because yeah. And uh, now he's got one of his 3D printers in the van too, right? Yep. I mean, he's yeah. got all of that flexibility. That's crazy. Yeah, he was That's telling exciting. me last night got a little chilly because they ran out of electricity because he oh. had, he was doing running a bunch of stuff during the day and didn't realize so that he was boiling the batteries down. So yeah, pretty funny, but. He said, uh, he's like, yeah, we realized that like, it's colder than you think, you know, sleeping in a van. In a van. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't like, have yeah. the insulation you think it does. Right. So he wasn't, they weren't supposed to come down South, but they were like, yeah, we're going to go South and then go out to <laughs> California. Like, so that's why he ended up coming down the East coast to try to get to warmer weather make, to be more comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Plus, plus a sister lives not too far from me. I remember Kristen yeah. went hiking and there's you know some mountains out in West Texas and she drove out there and she was like, I'm just going to sleep in my Jeep. And a cold front came through and it was below 30 in her Jeep. And she had oh, just man. a sleeping bag, no way to heat or anything. Start she made the car. one night, came back home. Yeah. Yeah. I slept in my, I had an old, um, like the full size Bronco in the 80s. Mm -hmm. I had like an 89. And we would go on surf trips. And one of them we went in was like in October because we knew a hurricane was coming. And like our, I guess it wouldn't have been a hurricane that late in the year, but it was like a nor'easter blowing through or something. And me and two of my buddies slept in my Bronco because we drove down there late at night. And they were like, we only got like four hours. Let's just crash. Right. Yeah. And I could, it was so. so were you big spoon or? I was in the driver's seat. <laughs> Middle spoon. <laughs> Which was the worst. I should have been like, yo, get your ass out of the back. This is my truck. I'm sleeping in the, in the good spot. But we didn't even surf. Like it was so miserable. We woke up oh. and like, just, it was just yeah. awful. And I just drove home. That metal truck has a very low R value of a. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No yeah. doubt. It's cool though. Well, that's like even whenever we are in uh, the deer stand when we're hunting, 
you know, we it's it's just a, you know, a box, a, a wooden box with two by four walls and stuff, but no insulation or anything like that. But this year we hooked up our Mr. Buddy heater or whatever that's called, you know, the little, oh, hell yeah. the little portable heaters and stuff, which I've I've used that before because it's it's a nice deer stand and stuff. But um, but last year we ran out of propane, the little propane tanky deals. We ran through those way too fast. So Sunday we were freezing our butt off. So this year um, we took ahead of time, we took up one of the um, barbecue or one of the yeah. grill size tanks and hooked that up on the outside then ran the hose up into the deer stand and then hooked it up so that we had all the heat we wanted to. And of course, you know, we bought a pretty long cord or, you know, the hose, but I told Marvin, I said, we can't leave it on because we're about eight feet off the ground on in, you know, up the steps into the deer stand. And I told Marvin because the cows and every, everything come through there. I'm like, we have to hang it high enough to where the cows can't interfere with it. We wanted it on the outside rather than in the deer stand with us just because it hogs up so much space. But, um, but yeah, boy, that was nice having one of those little propane heaters. I bet that's, it's, uh, it's not really roughing it anymore. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty nice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You guys need to get some insulation. Put some of that pink foam in. I mean, there's Marvin has to be able to steal that from a job and well, you know, build and, a customer for it. Yeah, well, no, but we <laughs> definitely will be. Uh, we're looking at doing some potential upgrades. Yeah, or air change, fryer. Change. You know, cook some biscuits <laughs> in the morning. Oh, my dad always has. He's he fixes a big breakfast before we before we hit the road. But um, we're yeah, looking at the a couple last other thing spots. I before I go hunting and have to sit, oh, no. I'm, like, I'm going to be crapping in a ditch in like no time. <laughs> Here you go, guys. Here's some biscuits and gravy. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Save mine till later. I've actually been working on the boot purse. I'm hand stitching. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. yeah. So I've been working on that quite a bit this weekend. Got the, you know, I think this is one of those projects that it, it got in my brain. It got in my head. It got me like, off kilter because I'm thinking this is the the boots that I'm using are my former father-in-law's boots. He passed away earlier this year. So I'm turning him into a purse for my former sister-in-law. And it got into my head about the fact that if I screw this up, there's only one pair of boots. Right. This is the, you know, I've, I've got one set of material. I can't run down to Woodcraft or I can't run down to Tandy and just get some replacement material. So I have been like overanalyzing this in my brain way too much that it's kind of like pushed me from even doing anything with it. And so this weekend I'm like, I have got to, cause it's going to be a Christmas gift is what it's going to be from my niece. So I'm like, okay, I've got to get this thing yeah. going. And at least to the point where I'm working on it regularly. So I got the stitching, um, the sides stitched, together so i had a you know a full circle and then um and then you know when i took the boots apart from the the whole the, the sole that front like where the front of your foot is that gave me a weird flap you know because the the boot that wraps around your calf that's a great piece of material you could do anything you want with it but that front is a weird part so I ended up kind of having to cut it out strategically. And then I did a little cross stitch on that to kind of pull that together. So I've got 
leather, like bl solid black sides holding the two boot, uh, sewing the two boots together. And then, um, and then I got a little cross stitch on what will be the front and back of the bag. Are you putting the tops of the boots as the opening of the bag or is that the flap of the bag? The top of the boots is like the top of the bag. So like the, the shoulder strap will be attached to the pulls pull-ups or whatever you want to call yeah. the pull straps on the sides of the boots. So, um, so the front is like one boot opened up and then right. the back is one boot opened up. And then I did the little cross stitch to get right that the toe i guess you want to call it um so yeah i just used a little bit of black to put the two boots together because that matched with the ribbing or whatever you want to call that around the edge and the trim um and then i put another strap of black around the bottom to kind of clean that clear that finish that bottom rough of the boot and then i've got a piece of cedar that i've cut plane down and I just need to put some finish on that and then it will go inside the bottom of the boot and then I will um I think I'm going to use my my little steeples again I'll glue it and then uh use the little so what's the side is the side one boot unfolded or is the side the front is one boot unfolded this will be yeah one boot unfolded will be the front the side will be where they're attached Sure. So, and it's an oval bottom. It's about four inches wide. I did a couple different test runs as far as like, I'm like, okay, how wide do I want the bottom of this purse to be? Because you want it enough to give you some space to put things in your purse, but you don't want it so wide that it's going to be sticking out from your hip when you're carrying it around. Um, so I think that's a, a good bit, but I did all the, you know, all the hand stitching and I if did anybody's having trouble visualizing what this looks like, the, you know, the boot uh, folded out to the side, it looks like a bustier I saw a spicy senorita wearing this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had actually quite a few people ask and make that similar comment. And I'm like, this one pair, this boot is that's not going to do anything for me. <laughs> um, but, you know, I did think I'm like, what if that was a line of cowgirl attire? Mm. I mean, like. Holy cow. Yeah. I think that's what you I could think, call it. I think that's a great <laughs> opportunity. It's got to be made out of leather. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but you're right. I mean, have to be a boot some... unfolded is still pretty thin. Uh, it'd be like size yeah. zero, but it's still a, yes. I mean, it, it looks like this is going to be an interesting bag. I can't wait to see you finish it. Yeah. So, the, yeah, I've got to finish the cedar and then I've got to put the straps on it. Um, but I got like over that mental hurdle this sure. weekend a lot. You could, you know, for the sexy cowgirl, you do it the one way. And for the old cowgirl, you flip it over and, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. They yeah. Need to, <laughs> a joke's going to be lost for people who can't see it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm, I'm glad I, uh, you know, I, I knew time was running out and, and I'm, Right after this, I'll be we're also working on um, the ornament, but I think I'm going to be doing that this week when the girls are home to get something um, together from them. I've got a few different ideas. Usually, like last year when I made my ornament, they both wanted one. So I think that's kind of like kind of like with Scott Jab, you know, his wife wanted it. So 
if there's a family member or somebody that's like, oh, I want that ornament. There you go. You've done a good job. You know, yeah, that's that should be the that's goal. A good point. Almost. Yeah. yeah. So that. Yep. That's been my project. And my weekend so far. Well, I've done all kind of awesome stuff since we talked three days ago. Guys are busy bees. On uh, Friday, my sewing machine showed up. Oh, oh cool. nice. Yeah, it's still in the garage, but the whole delivery was an event. Uh, they were supposed to call me an hour before it showed up. So they called oh, at now. 11. I was downtown. So it's about 25 minutes to get home. And I know it's 25 minutes because the truck pulled up the same time I pulled up. Oh, and nice. I had someone who was supposed to meet me because it was a uh, just like a tractor trailer. There's no lift gate. And mm-hmm. this, the sewing machine was on two pallets. Oh, and man. so the guy who was meeting me wasn't going to be at my house till noon. And so I had to call oh. someone else who was closer to come help me. And uh, the whole the driver's like, man, that I don't get paid to unload it like that. I, you're supposed to have a forklift. I said, look, I told him, but I didn't pay for the the I didn't pay for shipping. And so it wasn't up to me oh. what the method was. And he's like, oh, they, they always pick the cheapest way to ship this shit. I said, well, look, yeah. do you mind? Can I hop up there while my buddy's on his way? Just start breaking it down and maybe we can take it off in pieces. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. And I guess just him watching me up there actually trying to do stuff. <laughs> Uh, whenever my friend showed up, the old guy was like, all right, I'll help y'all, but uh, I got a bad elbow. So if it gives out, you know, you don't get mad at me. And he was a big guy, like Austin size. And the guy I brought over was like a stick. And so <laughs> we're on one side and he's on the other side, but we got them both down. Uh, <laughs> the guy with no the bad problem. elbow. You're like, you got that side. Yeah. You got that side. <laughs> I'm going to supervise. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, we got them down. I, uh, they're in the garage right now. Cause I really don't have a place to put it at the moment. Because uh, I've got like five different things going on. And so every little square inch is taken up. That afternoon, I went to uh, the shop to work on my car. And this will probably be the last car stories anybody hears for a while. Uh, changed the spark plugs, the alternator belt, and a, a few other little things. But the spark plugs was interesting because I bought a specialty spark plug socket that has a magnet inside. So right, what, right. what that is about is when you loosen the spark plug, the magnet holds it in the socket. So when you pull it out, it doesn't fall and, and you can't find it inside the head gasket. Well, uh, the second spark plug, the magnet breaks. Well, I don't know mm. it's a magnet. All I know is that when I'm pulling this out, there's metal stuck to the end of it. And it's stuck to the end because it's pieces of magnet. And right, so right. something kind of clicked where I was like, wait, why, is, why are the chunks of spark plug? Like, there's no way it magnetized that fast. And so I took my phone and I used it to record a video inside the the hole and I saw the spark plug look fine. And so I went and got a different spark plug puller uh, socket and got them out. And it actually worked out probably better because that long socket, I would have had trouble getting it out inside the engine bay, but got that all done. And then I went to change the belt and there's a specialty wrench. You need to hold the pulley. It's like this split pulley that you take a nut off and you break the the front of the pulley off the back is mounted to the fan you put the belt in and then when you tension that those two pieces back together they sandwich the belt in place well when i go to get the wrench i undo the tool roll there is a specialty made socket wrench uh you know socket for the spark plugs in my tool roll yeah i didn't even know it was in there yeah yeah so i know for next time but uh got the wheels on you know back on the ground i'm pretty much done i've got a few little accessories i need to do and then um i'm going to get it inspected next week actually um the day this episode comes out i'm going to go get the inspection and then i should be ready for the ride 
I've been looking at those 360 cameras. They're a little pricey, but I thought it would be really awesome to have on the drive because my car doesn't have, it's a Targa. So the top of the roof is open. And if mm -hmm. I could just mount it right there, you could see like us, you can see everything going on around us. Mm -hmm. I thought it would make some cool videos, but I don't know if it feeds the kind of content people want to see on my page. And my page has always been more about me than any subject. So mm -hmm. maybe it doesn't really matter, but um, I don't know. It's a lot of money just for a one weekend kind of deal, but it would still be really cool. I mean, you can also just stick your phone up there and turn it around. You don't want to spend fly money. out my hand at 300 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a chance of that. Yeah. Use Kristen's phone. I thought yeah. it would, <laughs> I thought you could take some pretty cool videos in the shop too. Like you set one of those cameras just in the middle. Think about all the B-roll of you, like moving from a saw to a table, you know, walking around the shop. You don't need a camera to follow you anymore. The, the camera's 360 degrees. Mm -hmm. I thought it would, you could do some pretty interesting clips, but I'm, I'm never going to make videos. I, uh, I just don't sit still long enough to produce those things. Um, but yes, yeah, so we got all that done. Um, had a gumbo day today and you know, went up to a friend's nice. house and made that. And last night we had a bourbon social, which was interesting. Uh, Kristen, neither Kristen or I are actually real big alcohol drinkers, but she definitely is not one that's like a connoisseur and can taste the nuances of, oh, this one was, this tastes like it was aged in pre-COVID oak barrels. Yeah, I and, can't uh, either. Yeah, so she... uh we went through and I asked her, I was like, so what'd you think is about the third one? She said, I thought maybe if I held it in my mouth a little longer, it would taste better, but it just got worse. And mm -hmm. so it was kind of going downhill fast. Well, then we come around the corner and there's a distillery that's in our neighborhood that we've never been to. And it, I mean, it's literally like I've ridden my bike past it a hundred times. We've never stopped in it. They had these coffee whiskeys and uh, coffee oh. whiskey and coffee vodka. And so she tasted that and her face just lit up. It was like the first thing she liked and then after that everything there was a, a bourbon infused chocolates she tried those loved them there was another guy that had a like some kind of uh, espresso martini thing or something she really liked that nice. and so she had a few different uh wins there and then i said look it's been two hours let's get out of here because how long can you really just drink liquor without um yeah but that was the weirdest part about it was the uber rides so it was about 40 minutes and I didn't want, I knew I didn't want to drink and drive. So we Ubered down there. The guy picks us up, 40 minute Uber ride, no music, just oh. silence. We're in the back of the car, huh. just silence. And then we're, you know, we're trying to talk or whatever, but it, it was just awkward. And then he had this rearview mirror that was, uh, it was a TV screen basically, partitioned into three parts front view, rear view, and then a camera facing at us. So oh. it, it was weird. It was like I was on Cash Cab or something. <laughs> and then so he drove us down well then the ride back another uber no music she had the windows cracked we're driving on the interstate she's got all the windows cracked and uh drove the speed limiter under the whole time i was like you'd think if you were driving for uber you'd want to drop people off as fast as possible right exactly I yeah, would so we're getting like just people are flying past us on the interstate oh, what the fuck is going on yeah but so she can't really say the time how much time it takes I don't know. I mean, that's what a cab would be, but no, I, I mean, Uber, it's a flat rate. Like when they pick you up, it's not based on time. Yeah. So I don't know. It was interesting. Got my Uber fill for the weekend. That's for sure. Hmm. I'm never Ubered. Really? No. 
I'll tell you right. the other thing where we messed up, oh, Austin. I Ubered a lot. We walked to the street and then called the Uber and then stood there for 15 minutes. Every mm-hmm. single other person called for the Uber and didn't come outside until the car arrived. Right. Yeah. So the cars would arrive, put their blinkers on, and then the people would like three minutes later walk up. And we stood yeah. there on the side of the road like idiots. So yeah. learn that lesson. Be more selfish. <laughs> have you have you not Ubered much before, Dean? Yeah. I just oh, um, okay. I don't know. It just seems kind of selfish to me. You should be waiting. I'm not saying I don't say to make it to make them wait, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if I'm at the house, well, even at the house, like I wait until I'm ready to go and then I call the Uber and then I go stand outside on the curb when he's, you know, five minutes away. That worked? I guess so. Anywho. We'd like to take a minute and thank the folks over on Patreon for helping us out financially for the podcast. On our top tier, we've got Marion Ward from Creative Ward Gallery, Scott Warren from Daddy Yourself, Ozark Spirit, and Chris Shelby. I was thinking tonight we could talk about, you know, this will be our first post-Thanksgiving episode. And I know makers like to make a lot of their own gifts. And I was kind of curious, not so much what gifts you're making or you know how you're making, but how do you stay on task and deadline? Because that's the thing. There's not a lot of time between Thanksgiving and Christmas, just a few weekends. And a lot of times those weekends are already filled with parties or get together or family commitments mm-hmm. or other shopping trips or, you know, who cleaning because you've got people coming over. So the time disappears so quick. I was just kind of curious. Would y'all want to talk about, you know, do you make lists? How do you stay on task? How do you make sure you have the supplies you need? What's your methodology when it comes to just the gifts you're going to make for others? And if you're not going to make for anyone else, how do you keep track of who you've actually bought stuff for and when it's arrived and what's your best hiding spots? (laughs) Well, I have to admit that there was a time once when I did find a gift hidden away, uh, I think in an attic that I, I literally pulled the Clark Griswold. I found the gift the next year and I was like, oh, yeah, I did get that for that person. But, you know. Uh, I'm a list person, whether it is my work or whether it's whatever. Um, I'm a big whiteboard person. I got it over here on my side. I don't put holiday stuff there. Um, I do the notes on my phone to keep track of holiday gift ideas. Cause like Laney and Grace came over today for lunch and they were, you know, just kind of batting around a few joking around about Christmas gift ideas. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking, Okay, this for Grace, this for Lane. And then once everybody kind of went about into the, uh, got sat down at the kitchen table and stuff like that, I grabbed my phone, updated my little list. I'm like, okay, that will be added on Amazon tonight. And those items will be ordered because I try to stay. I'm not going to trust myself to remember, especially because Marvin and I are, you know, we're both buying for the kids or we're both noticing things or coming up with ideas and stuff. So at least for, immediate family it's important for us to communicate and then also keep a list so that we're not like one kid is 14 gifts and another kid is two gifts or something like that you know so yeah what about you austin how do y'all keep what the boys are getting it's all jamie i i don't do any of it um unless it's something that she doesn't want to buy and then i just buy it like if she's like they they, like they don't need knives i'm like oh all right and then i just buy it (laughs) so (laughs) That's the easiest way for me um, to do it because she Jamie is type A maximum. Like she's got yeah. the list. She's got, you know, all kinds of shit. And um, I'm not. 
So I, I and I, this is my busy time too. So I'm like, if anybody's like, Hey, I'll take care of that. I'm like, that sounds fantastic. Please do yeah. it. You know? So, and then Jamie and I, we don't buy gifts for each other anymore. I mean, we got, I got a whole uh, life Senate served of, of time here. So we're, we're done with that. Um, I'll give her a smooch on the lips, you know, take that baby. <laughs> uh, Punishment or gift. I don't know. Oh, whatever. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, The, and then, so the only thing that I actually make anymore, I, I don't make gifts for any, anybody any, anymore besides all the people who are buying stuff from me. Um, I'll make, I normally make a white elephant gift. That's the only thing, like I'll make a charcuterie board or something like that. And normally I pull a Christie and it's like a mulberry tree that I cut down. I'll make them <laughs> out of that wood that yeah. I happened to save 10 years ago. And I'm like, yeah, but this actually came from the tree that used to be right there where you guys parked, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, and that's kind of a cool thing. And we'll put like a bottle of wine with it. And sometimes I'll make like a spoon. You know, I just, I just try to make a couple of quick, quick things. Um, normally it's when Jamie's like, oh, I forgot to get a white elephant gift. And I'm like, give me 15 minutes. Yeah. And I go jam something <laughs> out. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. No, I have this problem is like when things come in that I got for Kristen, I'm just like, here, just take it now. Cause oh, I no. hate, yeah, well, I hate like, wait till Christmas. And I'm like, okay. So like, I just bought her a dress and I could have given it to her for Christmas and she would have been happy, but she also could have, could wear it to, we get invited to a party or on that day. And so I'm like, here, just take it now. You're like, here's all the stuff I got you or whatever. Just have it now. And I'll try to keep a few things. The nieces are, it's hard because the older one, there's a lot of things. There's a lot more stuff available for the older one versus the younger one. Right. And so trying to keep that bounced out or equally cool. You know, like just mm-hmm. now I got Ella, karaoke machine it was a couple hundred bucks and i got the small one a drone that was thirty dollars so i mean that's i don't know if it's fair but it's they don't know one, that but they don't know right they don't don't. know that um, yeah so that's what it is and then and you don't ever know the level of excitement either like right that right. drone could be like number one priority and that right. and the karaoke could actually have been like number 10 so you don't you never know like normally my kids are stoked with the fucking box the shit comes in you yeah. know yes. like what is happening but sorry. No, sorry. no. I, I think the biggest luck out I have is we just don't buy for a lot of people. So right. I've got yeah. my parents, my sister, brother-in-law, nieces, and then Kristen's cousins, mom and dad. And that's all we do. I don't have any other cousins I buy for. I don't have any other siblings or any of that stuff. So it's not that many people. We still fill up the tree. I mean, it's usually pretty impressive by the time we're done how much stuff's under the tree. And I think too, because like our cousins don't have kids or anything. And so between us, we give them probably a few more things and they give us a lot of stuff and they, they buy for the dogs and stuff like that. And then uh, the girls get a bunch of stuff, but I try to make as many gifts as I can for anyone except Kristen. And it's so funny because she <laughs> always says like, you make this, that was cool, but you never offered it to me or you never made that for me. Or I asked for something, you never. and I don't know why that is. Every gift she's going to get is going to be something I bought but almost everyone else's gift I'm going to have made. Like I already know what my mom's mm-hmm. getting, my dad's getting, my sister's getting, Kristen's cousins. And these are all things I've made. Um, I don't know her. I'll tell you her dad and her uncle are always hard. You know, adult men are hard to shop for. So usually I'll buy something and try to customize it. But um, I, I'll tell you what I found today at Lowe's. They've got the small cobalt toolboxes. Have y'all seen these? Mm-hmm. They're like 10 inches wide and maybe eight inches tall. They're just little bitty three drawer 
cobalt oh. metal toolboxes. They're nineteen dollars, uh -huh. and oh. I thought about getting those, um, taking the cobalt sticker off and putting like their logo or something on top or or something like that. They can keep it on their desk, put pins and stuff in it. It's pretty neat. And then, um, are you looking it up, Austin? Yeah, I'm looking it up. I want to see what? I, 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 Let me I'm, see it too, and you pull it up. Well, here, wait, hold on one second. Hold on. Where did you say it's from? Oh, it? yeah, yeah, that's it. That's pretty cool. Watch. That would be a great little uh, desk organizer. Keep the stuff off the so the cats can't be yanking Dude, on my pencils and my nineteen bucks. Oh, look at that thing! Oh, how cute is that? Dude, I should get those for my kids. Oh, they would it's love those. Happy. Yeah, your kids would love you. Okay, so we'll start up again. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was nineteen bucks. Um, I think your kids would love these. Um, I'm gonna. I was thinking too. Like it would be awesome. I, we have furniture at work, but. If you had a desk or something, you want to somewhere to put, you know, just your desk shit. Th that's what I was thinking. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I'm trying to open it. So if you're listening and wondering why I'm breathing heavy, it's because I had to walk six feet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm trying to look for a few things I can customize. I've kind of gotten away from the Amazon Black Friday thing because that's just a bunch of um, junk usually. Yeah. Uh, unless it's something that I actually wanted. I'm sorry. I keep hitting the microphone. But yeah, I mean, it's metal and the oh, top wow. lifts up and that's got, cool, man. It's got two drawers. Is the cobalt blue the only color? No, no. They had blue, black, silver, pink, and green. Oh, really? Man. And that, where's that at? Lowe's. Oh, I'm going this to grow. This brought to you by Lowe's. Yeah. Uh, not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. Not sponsored. Interesting. But no, yeah. So the only other thing is I really do try to keep a list of what I want to work on just because I know the time shrinks. So like my dad's gift, I haven't started yet and I know I need mm. to get on it. Um, all oh, the cobalt's painted on here. So. Oh, I don't know. Even though it's still pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it was we, a sticker I could peel off. The only gifts I usually, of course, last year I did make some extra Christmas ornaments and gave those to the kids because they wanted them. Um, but we always do the diamond gift exchange, like on my side of the family. And it is an or it is a not an ornament. It's a it's a anything, you know, anything. And, and it's, you know, sometimes folks, you know, a small cooler or a pocket knife or a flashlight or a holiday decoration or whatever, you know, kind of a, a mixed bag. Uh, but last year, the two ornaments are the two. I don't know why I'm stuck on ornaments. The two items that Marvin and I took, they were definitely, especially Marvin's because he made, um, Is that he, the knife you made? yes, with the walnut from the farm. He, uh, he ordered the blade off of Amazon, polished it beautifully, sharpened it beautifully. And then, um, it was one of his first knives that he'd ever done and it turned out great. And, um, my sister, my youngest sister, the one that's about to have a baby, uh, she and we do it to where you can steal the gift twice. It can be stolen twice. Mm -hmm. And so my brother-in-law had it before her, but then she had an opportunity to steal it from him. And uh, so, of course, he was a little jokingly sour about that. So she was all proud because Marvin did a leather sheath for it as well. And then when we were back home a couple of weeks ago, uh, Zach, the brother-in-law who missed out on the opportunity, he's like, hey, is Marvin going to make those knives again <laughs> for Christmas exchange? So uh, it was definitely a hot ticket. And then last year I did a belt. I, I tooled a belt and um, my sister Didi got that one. So I actually asked a few of my sisters, I'm like, okay, you know, cutting board, charcuterie board, 
belt, pen, you know, just the kind of the things that I could, you know, make easily in my shop. And of the all the sisters picked a different thing as an idea. So I'm like, okay, I can make anything on this list of ideas. And um, at least a few of them will will like it. So I'm I haven't quite made up my mind yet. I've thought of I thought of like a shoot charcuterie board or like a grazing tray. Um I'm kind of thinking I'm kind of leaning toward that, but I don't know. You need to get one of those toolboxes that Dean got and fill it full of candy and call it a snackle box. That's a good idea too. But I think my sisters would be upset that there's, that it is something that I didn't make my, um, yeah, you put a charcuterie board in there and they pull it out, <laughs> put that's within the, that's within the top. And then the rest oh, is everything. I gotcha. Yeah. 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 To go what do you think it, about yeah. when people take like uh, a, a shitty, container and then they put something awesome on the inside for these swap things oh, and then, yeah. oh i like know, that that's the move people don't know that there's something awesome on the inside yeah, yeah well or they open a box and the box is like you're giving a 12 year old a box and it's a you know a crock pot box and they take the wrapping paper off and they're like uh and then inside the box is not a crock pot thankfully it's something they would enjoy See, but that's what's kind of fun our family the kids are not allowed to be involved because sometimes there's some gifts that pop in there that are <laughs> that are just over the top, you know, like it'll vibe the whole box will be vibrating if you know what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> or something. So I remember one of my uh my brother-in-law's grandfather was still alive and he came to it and somebody gave him it was like a novelty cup where it went over top of a, be- a beer can, it snapped on the beer can and it was a a a, a boob. And oh, nice. <laughs> of course, he's the one who pulls it. <laughs> and then uh, somebody yeah. it was like, oh, my God. Like, they were trying to, like, hide from him. And he's like, but this guy's like a World War II vet, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And he's like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's, the rest of the afternoon, he was drinking his beer through it. <laughs> I always have mixed feelings about White Elephant because some people bring nice things or, or you know, whatever the value is. But yeah. then the people bring those gag gifts. And I'm like, I know you think that's funny, but whoever ends up with that, you know, so I don't know. The, the way that it's done here is if you have a gag gift in there, there's something good in there with it. Like mm. yeah. a bottle of liquor or like there's something good with it. Like we, yeah. we don't, right. it's pretty much a known thing. But like if you're, it's cool to do the joke, but have something nice in there too. So. Yeah. Or we will, we will razz that person. So like my niece, she worked at a dental office. And so she brought all this like dental stuff as her gift. And we were like, we, we made jokes about that all year long. And the next year, oh man, that gift, she, she also sells Mary Kay and she had a beautiful basket of all kinds of Mary Kay things. So she stepped up her game because we, um, we definitely got the point across that. No, 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 that is, uh, that's copping out. And, right. um, I guess you need to have rules established. Like Christy yeah. did one at work last year, the year before. And it was one of those things. She's like, Hey, I need a white elephant gift. So I have a cutting board back here that I made. And I'm like, well, here, take this. And it, it was, there was probably a price associated, but I mean, this was nice. It, I could have yeah. sold it for over a hundred bucks easy. Yeah. And she, she comes home. And I'm like, Oh, well, what did you get in the white or who got the cutting board? She says, who I'm like, well, what did you get? And it was a jar of vitamins. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? And she's like, I don't know. The guy thought it was hilarious. I don't really get the joke. But yeah, um, that's weird. Yeah, it was some kind of weird vitamins. And he thought it was like there was some backstory yeah. or inside deal and she didn't get it. I'm like, well, I mean, I guess it's whatever. You really didn't want their junk anyway. But 
yeah. we have a few uh that have been in the family the same gift for like 20 years oh yes and it's like mm-hmm. this ratty ass thing and you're like fuck because they and people will try to wrap it up and do, do total like trying to camouflage what it is right and uh one of the things like my great-grandfather had like this stuffed owl and it was like the most ratty you know it's like 50 years old so like the feathers are almost all out of it and it looked like garbage and so the i remember like one of the first years it was just the whole owl was in there and then there was like a bottle of liquor or whatever and and then and it kept me and my dad and my uncle joe his brother they kept picking it every year it was like for some reason <laughs> they would it would it went back and forth so if I, I remember like so the first year there was like the full owl and then to hide it my dad cut the head of it off cut the legs oh, off yeah. and shoved the legs into the bottom of the head and made like a little owl oh no. my god <laughs> and then put it in another and it was like a bottle of wine and at the bottom was the owl head so like you couldn't tell it was in there then the next year it was just like a beak some eyeballs and the legs coming out the bottom <laughs> oh <my laughs> they just kept god. making it smaller and smaller that's terrible oh it's the worst when you pick they're like Damn it, I got the owl. <laughs> I got the owl. <laughs> That's fun though. Yeah. Oh, dude, when you open it up, everybody's cackling because it's, you know, everybody yeah. knows it. They know it's one of them. Like you're like, please don't be the owl. Like it's when you're going up there. Well, and I think that's the whole point of those kind of games. I don't I yeah. don't make something in order to be like, oh, I really want something super nice to come home with. That's not. It's about the fun and the funny and the stealing or the not stealing or seeing somebody else get something that you like or seeing somebody get something that they did not want at all. It's not even remotely in their wheelhouse at oh, yeah. all. So, you know, I, and for us, in theory, it's like 20, 25 bucks or whatever. Um, so it's not like it's a huge investment for what anybody's putting in there. But that's all. It's all about the fun. And then we have the rule that you have to have graduated high school. You have to be right. 18. Yeah, that's what I was um, yeah. in, in order to uh, participate. Graduate high school. What a rule. Well, that age well, group, because if it was like 18, yeah, Missouri, you can't have that rule. You, you just have to be 18. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Carl's 35, but I well, got my GED. This should count, right? No, but see, here's it is because some of the kids would have turned 18 maybe in the fall as opposed to some of them in the spring. And everybody is so meticulous and about when they were able to participate that it's like in order to be on an equal playing field, you have to have finished you have to have graduated high school because 18 is like you know it, i know it's totally splitting hairs but that's that's how I my family rolls you had to have smoked cigarettes <laughs> no god no that's not any of us we'd like to thank our folks over in the middle tier of patreon we've got tony langer from langer works susan deplantis from hearth and garden art stephanie tadio and kyle with footwork woodworking all right. So last thing I wanted to talk about tonight, uh, I want to stay on this theme just because, again, this is the first episode after Thanksgiving and we're moving into that Christmas season uh, packaging. So mm. something Kristen and I do every year, we buy the brown craft paper or floor That's paper cool. or whatever yeah. from Home Depot. And then I've made stamps and we stamp our own gift wrap. But nice. I'm just curious, do you have any kind of tips and tricks or secrets to wrapping or bows or things that make your gift stand out or look unique? I don't have something for that, but I thought last year when you talked about that, 
I was like, you know, it would be a cool thing is if you set up, rolled out a long roll and then you had each one of the dogs walk through paint and walk down the whole roll, like all of your dogs. Paw- that would be cool. That'd be a cool yeah. thing for me. Well, I've seen one where they take a dog paws and they make a Christmas tree like painting with the paws. Mm-hmm. I think I'm definitely going to do that this year with Madeline. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I also don't, ra- I'm not very involved. <laughs> in, in I mean, this is my busy season. So like I'm working, yeah. you know, and she's handling everything. Plus she doesn't want me to touch it. Um, Cause my rap job, not great. I have two kids. I'm terrible at wrapping it up. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Chrissy? Um, I'm terrible at it. I, I try to, I try to up my game, but my, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I'm buying paper to wrap this up and it's going to be like taken apart in like two seconds. So why would I put ribbon? Why would I put bows? Because it's a waste, but, but I need to not be that way, but I am. (laughs) I mean, the reality of it is I am. Jamie goes like unbelievable. Like there's ribbons on every single one and like bows and and like, and it's not cheap ribbon. Like I'm like, right. Listen, lady, like this is crazy. When we leave your hat, like we go to your house and swap gifts. When we leave, we're taking the bows and ribbons and bags. Right. And then we have a box. We put them all in. And so when it's time to wrap gifts, we're like, what bags do we have from last year or the year before? Oh, bags? Yes. And it's funny because you'll give someone a bag and they're like, did I give you a present in this bag? <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. Check the card. It might still be in there. Yeah, no, I definitely reuse bags if at all possible. Or even the little bitty, um, the little bitty boxes that are like an inch and a half tall or whatever. Yeah, they fold flat, but then because you can fit a lot of sometimes strange things that you're trying to are hard to wrap. Otherwise, now, when it was just the girls, when it was um, I would drive them nuts because we would wrap the presents and put them under the tree as I got them. And then I on the sticker tags, I would have them numbered. They didn't know whose gifts was whose. Oh, that's clever. There you go. That's kind of tips I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes I'd be like, okay, well, Anna, you're even Katie, you're odd. Or I would put the names, I would put the names on there and they would be the exact opposite. Or it would be like, or it would be like some, you know, series of characters, you know, uh, Snow White and, um, you know, Pokemon, you know, to where it'd be, okay, Disney princess is this one. And Katie, you get the, um, gaming characters or whatever. So since there was only two of them, it was a little easier. Yeah. And man, God, they hated it when I did that, which just made me laugh because I'm like, you, you're enjoying your gifts. Now, one year I did get it kind of mixed up and they ended up opening a couple of gifts of the other one. And I was like, Oh, wait. No, that's that's the other one, Skip. So I did kind of fall on my face one year that I didn't get the code done correctly. But um, one year I wrapped all the gifts and I'm wrapping them and I'm writing, you know, who they're to or whatever. And but for some reason, all I ever wrote was from Dean, from Dean, (laughs) from Dean. So we're at Kristen's family's house and she's handing out presents and she's like, where's the stuff I bought my mom? I'm like, you just gave it to her. She's like, all those gifts say from Dean. And they gave, like, she was so embarrassed because yeah. her family's kind of like, they'll make fun of you over something like that. And oh, I'm like, no. if they know it's from us, you know, it's the same. And her cousin's like, oh, I guess Kristen didn't do any, Dean's doing all the shopping. Kristen's cheap ass didn't do it because I wrote from Dean. Right. Yeah. 
on all of them. Shame so on you. I've learned my lesson on that one. So last year I made a stamp and I made tags. I cut tags on the Glowforge and the stamp said from Dean and Kristen. So well done. Good idea. Now we always um, put go together like the siblings for my parents, what we get for my parents. So then everybody just chips in an X dollar amount and then one or two of the siblings will do the main shopping and then we all can have input in it. But then it's not, you know, then we can get like a bigger gift right. or a couple bigger gifts for them rather than, you know, six mediocre gifts. Sure, you know, yeah. sometimes, Once your family gets to a certain size, it's, it's yeah. really hard stuff to... has gotten so expensive now. It's hard to find yeah. decent gifts at a reasonable price. You you really yeah. if you want to get somebody something that they want or, or will use and didn't just go already go pick up. It's almost better to pull your resources. Right. Yeah, especially because like for dad, a lot of times the stuff for him is like it's a windshield for his gator or it's a, you know, yeah. a, a a heater for the this or that or the, you know, something covers for his seats in the pickup truck or whatever. You know what I mean? That's kind of that's kind of just how um, he does enjoy a little casino cash, too. So. so because we travel back home and we have three dogs, it's hard mm-hmm. to travel with your dogs, your luggage and gifts. So like for my dad, I'll just Amazon something to the house and be like, Hey, your gift's coming. You know, if you don't want to see it, don't look for it. Mom can wrap it. If you want to see it, you know, it's on the porch. Um, just so, or anything <laughs> bigger. If I get the girl something big, I'll just ship that to my mom's or whatever. Uh, Cause it does make it. Um, I bought one of those bags that go on the roof and it's been pretty clutch. It came with a pad that was almost like a drawer liner pad that blew off the first trip. But oh, man. outside of that, uh, I've put the pat the deal on. The thing is, though, it's for like a a full size SUV, but a smaller one than what I have. So probably like a Pathfinder or a Forerunner. And so when I put it on my roof, it's kind of narrow. I can't really reach the zippers, so I actually put it on sideways to where it, oh. now it goes all the way across, so I can get on the running boards and reach the zippers from both sides. And uh, but yeah, that's been clutch to get all our luggage up there and all the gifts. And then the dogs can have the back of the truck. That's a good plan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we don't go anywhere. In fact, I think Christmas is going to be at our house this year. Yeah. Mm. Be lucky. Sleep in. Well, well I, there's, you don't, you don't get to sleep. There's 50 people. You're not sleeping in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's true too. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope everybody um get your ornaments done. Ask us questions. Feel free to participate. Don't, you worry about is it good enough i'm sure it is uh reach out if you if you got questions or you need some reassurance or want some advice uh, we can't wait to see them all uh, december 5th is the deadline for that and uh, as we come through december we've got uh you know for the podcast we've got an interesting schedule um you know we're going to make sure that we spend time with our families so uh, we may have some uh episodes that are more specialty kind of like we did last year but we'll keep you abreast of those as they come up and thanks again everybody for listening thanks see ya thanks for joining us today if you like this episode please give us a review and subscribe we'd love to hear from you so reach out to us on instagram at making our way podcast or on patreon you can find all of our latest individual content on instagram or youtube i'm at high caliber craftsman Dean is at Dean underscore Duplantis and Christy is at Twisted Twine Woodworking. Lick it, stick it, see you later, bye. On our first tier of Patreon, we'd like to thank the folks over there. We've got Jacob from Griffin Makes, Jacob from Other Dog Design, Keith Drennan from Blackthorn Concept, Justin from Bear Make It, Jeff Stein, a weird guy, Dave Bauer, Caitlin Landerno, Morley Kurt, 
Greg at Platte Valley Woodworks, Brendan McDonough for McDonough Design, Doug Grant Alexander, Jen Griffin, The Black Sheep, Brian for Moonshine Leatherworks, The Makeshift Podcast, Maritime Knife Supply, Henry at HT1 Metalworks, Brad Harrison from Brad's Customs, Steve Delaney from One Old School Pirate, Kelsey Watson, Dan Gallagher from Goofballs by Dan, Chris Powell from Full Steam Design, Spaghetti and Waffles, Rebecca Johansson, Ira Housework, Eric from Overall Makerworks, Ed John from ButtJoints.com, Dave Beckwith, Rob DeMarco, Dave at Atomic Airship Works, Earl III XYZ, Dana and Emmett at Rescue Room on Summit, and Max at Camp Arrowhead. Thanks a bunch, folks. Thank you.